Hello friends! I'm here to tell you something very interesting and important. Our first season has come to an end. A season where we were talking about all things international between Russia and Brazil. But don't be sad, our second season is coming very soon. In the second season there will be something different, but very fun as well. Did you notice anything different? This is my new co-host. Introduce yourself. My name is Maria. I come from St. Petersburg, Russia. I'm a friend of Stacy. Yeah, we have so many interesting stories to tell you. But today, we will have an interview with my dear friend Gabriel, who you will hear very soon. I should note that the interview was recorded with Skype, so sometimes we sound a little bit like robots, but don't mind that. As I announced on my Instagram page earlier, Today's episode is going to be about being gay in Russia, a foreigner's perspective. Have fun! Hello and welcome to our podcast that just changed a lot. First things first, introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about what you do, where you're from, where you live. Hello, guys. Oh, my name is Gabriel. I'm Brazilian, living in Russia, Moscow, more exactly. And guess what? I also study medicine here. And I'm originally from Rio, in Brazil, and now I'm living in Moscow, living a good life, I guess. <laughs> All right, so uh, I already announced on my Instagram page that uh, this time I will be recording an episode about uh, being gay in Russia and specifically a foreigner's perspective because I think that's uh, quite interesting to see because there's, um, there's this moment where you hear stuff about what it's like to be gay in Russia, yeah? And then there is the reality when you come here and actually live here and experience mm -hmm. that. Exactly. That's why I always tell I'm not going to believe what I'm about to tell you. And I think people will also be like shocked and surprised what, like, what's my point of view on that here. Mm -hmm, exactly. So what did you hear before coming to Russia? What did you know about this? Oh, before I came here was like, Russia is like super homophobic. You have to be careful. Uh, you shouldn't go on dates don't know uh like i didn't even know they have such things like gay bars here and <laughs> i got yes, here yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are many there are many and people yes. are always surprised about that and yeah and it was really shocking getting here and seeing the reality tell us about how you felt first when you came to Russia because I know your experience was not exactly very typical you were in Kursk where there are hundreds yes. of other Brazilians <laughs> Brazilians and foreigners yes so this first contact was not what I would say the real uh, gay Russia, life in Russia because you have a lot of friends there a lot of Brazilians who when they go like To live outside, they already have an open mind and everything. And also the gay communities there is like super. And when I went there, I, w I left Brazil, I left my home. I was like what we call inside the closet. I wasn't open to my family about it. 
So it was basically like this is this is freedom. <laughs> I can be whoever I want to be, and I can tell my friends. I can go out with guys and like not go out with guys holding their hands on the street, but I can be more than I ever was back in back home. Mm -hmm. But this was just because you were not out before coming to Russia. Yes, and mm -hmm. also because I was a little bit scared also in Brazil, because. Mm -hmm. People there can be really aggressive, and I, I was not open to my family, but everyone always knew that I was gay. Mm -hmm. And I got, I suffered a lot of bullying in school and the high school, and it was always what really was. And when I got here, and when I got to Kursk, I had this whole Brazilian community and like a lot of gay people there that felt, I, I think, the same as I felt before. So it was like kind of hugging and having a good experience. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we didn't have this freedom to go outside in the streets wearing different clothes or different hair or whatever. You should kind of look straight outside. Uh -huh. yeah. But that changed completely when I moved to Moscow. <laughs> of course. Uh, some people in Russia call Moscow a gay capital. <laughs> I wouldn't deny it. I would say in Moscow there are more gay people than in Rio. Because there are more people. Yeah, mm -hmm. true. <laughs> okay, so um, so how exactly is this life happening? Can you describe it? Because people have so many misconceptions. Uh, so first of all, we already uh, mentioned that there are actually gay clubs in Russia. <laughs> And, and people go there and after exiting them people actually go back home and nothing happens so yes, they are yes. openly going there and exiting those places too and everyone everyone knows because usually at the end of the club everyone is drunk in the street like at my birthday last month i went to a gay club to celebrate it and it was like 8 a.m guys were kissing guys at the streets in front of the club. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like that's not what people would expect to see here in Russia. Yeah. But even now, there are a lot of straight people going to gay clubs here because they like the music, they like the atmosphere, people are always happy and dancing, no one cares. <laughs> and also, there's like a huge difference between gay clubs in Brazil and gay clubs in Russia. Mm -hmm. What's the main I think, difference? I think the biggest difference is like in Brazil, it's over-sexualized. And people go there to find someone and like hot boys not wearing shirts. And here <laughs> people just come to have a good time. You don't see everyone kissing at the corner. You don't see people going shirtless. Of course, there are some. But like people usually go with their friends to have a good time to listen to good music and have fun yeah i i went to a gay club in rio de janeiro when i was there in 2016 Oh yes, I I didn't. Mean I think that. We, yeah, we went to a different one, but that wiki is absolutely huge. It's the biggest club I've ever been to, I think. <laughs> and there is this first floor, 
with the dance floor and the stage where the DJ mm -hmm. is. And there's a second floor where it's like a, mm, like, it's like a balcony, like a balcony around the first floor. So from yeah. above, you can look down uh, on all this crowd, and the whole crowd is men. All of them are shirtless, and yes. all of them are super hot. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it would be beautiful. <laughs> yes, beautiful <laughs> smiles, beautiful bodies. Yeah, the, I will never forget that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so when you say it's overly sexualized i understand what you mean especially in rio de janeiro people and love you, taking care of themselves there and showing off their do, bodies they do yeah <laughs> everything for carnival <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah and here also they have like all the because inside the gay community you can find different types of let's say not types of gay but like different vibes and when you go to the club here you can find everything you can find a drag queen of 60 years old you can find those like straight looking you can find those like geek guys and everyone's just having fun mm -hmm. <laughs> to everyone's taste <laughs> and what about yeah. what about life outside outside of clubs what else where do people meet each other there's a thing about russian people I don't know if it's, I don't think it's only about gay people, but like Russian people, they love to walk. Mm -hmm. They love to walk during the sunny days and go for a cafe. And, and that's how we usually meet, like during the weeks and during the yeah. days, you go outside, like you walk. Yes, we talk and sit at the park and drink coffees. I Sometimes thought you just meet randomly on the street. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> No, but where uh, do you I, meet? Is it mostly uh, um, the applications? Yeah, you find a lot of apps in a lot of apps, or you make friends with them at the club, mm -hmm. and then you continue this, like yeah. This you, if you meet one person, after, it means you meet another thirty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like when I moved to Moscow, I, I found my boyfriend at the club. We were at the same club at the same day, and we met, and then we stayed like four months together <laughs> that's what i call destiny <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay four months. all right so um well actually i don't know if we would like to talk a little bit more about how people react like you said that um even though you were like full, you were not fully out when you were in brazil mm -hmm. you still chose to move to russia and this was already uh, after that crazy uh, law was implemented. Propaganda. Yeah, yeah this yeah. propaganda law I came out. It, yeah. Yes, yes. So it was already after, yes? I didn't know about this. <laughs> the time Lucky you. Looking oh for my it. <laughs> I found out after I come here. But that's a really funny thing because the stereotypes we have in Brazil of gay people and what gay people looks like are completely different from here. But they're not. They're, they just have like a different type of wearing clothes, especially dancing. Like if you see men dancing here, Brazilians would be shocked, like straight men <laughs> dancing in the club. <laughs> I, don't, I think they don't care. They just dance, you know. I didn't know about the propaganda thing in the past. It didn't change much thing for me. Like, it changed because I'm not going to kiss a guy in the middle of the street or 
mm-hmm. or hold head, which is, I think, the worst thing here. Mm-hmm. You can have, a, even if you have a guy friend, you can have this type of affection. Yeah, actually, there are some cultures where this kind of affection between same sex people is totally fine. But yeah. here it would be looked down upon, and yeah, mm. people avoid that doing that. Uh, but has that affected in any way the reaction of your friends? Did your friends know about this law? They didn't, but they knew that they had this vision that uh, Russia is like super homophobic. And they're mm-hmm. like, what the fuck are you doing there? Exactly. Do you yeah. not agree with that? It's not super homophobic, do you think? It's not. I wouldn't say like here in Moscow they're super homophobic or in St. Petersburg because I think they have first, they're so busy taking care of their life and their job they're not wasting their time but maybe it's just in big cities because small cities they like yeah. to gossip and yes. care about others' business yeah, in Kursk I would say like Russian people there were really homophobic because mm-hmm. they had this small mind and yeah, it's like a small town Another thing I wanted to ask, uh, it's about your university. I don't know if you work. Has it affected your work life? Because you're open gay, so when people find out about that, what about their attitude? Is it changing or... No, actually not. Because nowadays nowadays I don't think I need to tell, like, oh, I'm gay. But people know. Because mm-hmm. I am me, uh, and people can see it, and I don't try to hide it. It didn't, didn't change anything, especially if I was scared about people from other countries, like conservative countries, especially Muslim people. And they were super, like, okay with it, and they didn't care at all. So last semester, one of my best friends were Muslim, and... She loved me because she could have this relationship that she didn't have with other guys before. So it was really nice. Oh, that's interesting. So it must have been a different experience for her, for a person of an opposite sex from a conservative culture, where usually they don't have this opportunity to be close friends with the opposite sex, yeah? Yeah. And uh, like finding a gay friend is good, I guess. (laughs) Yes. It was funny because in the beginning I was not so aware of their um, culture and like the restrictions that they had. That when I met her, I was like running to hug her, and she's like, "Wait, wait, that's too much! Like we can't do this." <laughs> but at the end of the day, we were like talking, shaking hands normally. It was really fine. <laughs> yeah, I love this difference in culture, especially this process of understanding. And yes, finding out yeah. new things. It's so it's always so interesting. I love it. And it's really nice that they don't judge us. They <laughs> were they were open to to see like from my point of view and to accept me as I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about our new changes in constitution? You you know about that meaning of the family. Many people thought that uh, the situation with LGBTQ community will change, that people will, will be able to be legally homophobic. So, yeah. what about that? Yeah. I, uh, like, in my point of view, that was pure strategy from the government 
to get votes from conservative people. So they wouldn't read about the whole constitution, but they would say, mm, this is like stands for what I think and I'm going to vote for it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it, it doesn't change a lot. Just in paper, what they were already thinking, they what, what they were already acting as before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and, true. and it's the same mind as the conservative people in Brazil, and it's like so stupid. I'm pretty sure if Brazil do this now, put, people would vote for it. Yeah, because it's it's hard to judge living in one of the big cities, actually, because the way people are here is very different from the way people are in smaller towns. Small towns, yes. So, do you know any organizations that uh, help LGBT people here? I know Pussy Riot, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you, you know... know Wichut, <laughs> for example. Yeah, Wichut is very big. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was uh, never really in, uh, into looking for this kind of things uh, I'll tell you the truth like I'm really scared being a foreigner in Russia and support those things you know mm-hmm. and especially like I, I still have my university to finish and I don't want any kind of trouble you know but yeah it's just like I never looked for it mm-hmm. so you think that if you get really into this uh, you become part of them uh, support them in any way or share this information actively like the support information yeah. changing legislations information this might affect your life as a student here yeah I think so. not, not as a student but as a foreigner if I ever have some problems and they look for How? it in which way they're not arresting for that no if I have like for example some problems or the police stops me and I got documentation problems and they're gonna I know that they're gonna look for everything from my life in Russia and they see these kind of things. I think it's gonna affect negatively. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It can. Well, yeah. But that's that's the thing, you know, that's <clears throat> that's the reality of living in Russia that uh, in on one hand you kind of can live a normal-ish life. Like, you cannot be super, super open, like, on the streets of Barcelona, for example. But it's uh, it's kind of, like, always there at the back of your mind that if something bad happens, this can be played against you. Yeah, sometimes I just think, did I watch too too many Russian spy movies and now I'm, like, thinking about it too much or... (laughs) No, it's never too much. <laughs> never yeah. too many movies like that. <laughs> <laughs> None of them will be even close to the reality, I think. <laughs> True. But I, uh, yeah, I think you should be careful because Moscow, it's the city where our president lives and it's where yeah. the revolution will come from if it's going to happen. Like mm-hmm. Pussy Riot. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Do you think this level of how homophobic people are has changed in any way since you came here? Yes. Yes. I can see that from the freedom to express yourself in the way you dress, in the way you dye your hair, in the way you cut your hair. Like, one year ago I had pink and blue hair and wearing, like, cropped in the street and no one cared. Because I think, like, Majorly, people who live here are young people, and 
they have contact with a lot of like different cultures. And also, I, that's what I always tell people here are so busy, like in the metro walking and anywhere thinking about the work or the life that they don't stop to look at you and like judge you, you know? I think it changes more on my side of being less scared to express myself. And I really, really never met like a Russian friend which was homophobic or did anything to make me feel bad, you know? Mm -hmm. They were always like, okay with it and we can still be friends, <laughs> of course. Yeah. And what do you think is the future of Russia in this sense? Where do you see it going? Like Because right now there are a lot of things that are going into the direction of conservatism. But overall in the world, the direction is actually into being okay with this, being okay with the people are different and just like letting it go. It I will think, come here eventually, I think. But what do you think? I think it's already coming. And I think it's a good thing about these conservative measures being like showcased now because the LGBT community, it's like moving up their ass now to do something. Because before no one would left their home to vote or any, do anything like that. But they got so pissed with this new constitution that they were there, they were voting, they were like posting on social media, go there and vote for us. And that's a really good thing. A lot, a lot of support. Yeah, I think yeah. young generation is uh, becoming way more active. into politics. Yeah, I'm very, yes. very active. Mm -hmm. uh, I also wanted to ask you about, like, it's a nice topic um, mm -hmm. about men, uh, men in Russia and men in Brazil, the gay men. Oh. What's their difference? Yes. Which do you like <laughs> the most? Do you find Russian men attractive? <laughs> yes, they are. So, in Brazil, I had one boyfriend, and was people were more like the hookup things and one night stands. And here in Russia, people like they really want to know you better. And the biggest difference is like if you go two, three times on a date with someone here, you got married. They want to live with you. They want to. to to move from different cities to stay with you. And that was really like shocking for me. I was really Maybe scared like at the first time. <laughs> was Even to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, in Russia for, uh, for Slavic people, uh, if a person looks um, like you with darker hair, darker mm -hmm. eyes, darker skin tone, it's, it's like awesome. It's I like have, number I one. To, I, have to, I have to notice. We also have many people from Chechnya and Dagestan. And those people, Slavic men, don't like, I think. Mm -hmm. But you're more like Latino and it's... It's probably yeah. also part of the like culture effects. Yeah, yeah. Conservative culture is probably not as attractive as the Brazilians. <laughs> because the other day nice. I was uh, making a question uh, like... Have you seen, uh, I was mm -hmm. asking what um, stereotypes people have about Brazil. There were so many messages about how sexy people are, how openly <laughs> they, uh, like sexually open they are, hot yeah. guys, hot girls, big asses. <laughs> 
it's nice that you told about those Pakistan people because they have a lot of fear and they are really homophobic. Mm-hmm. They are like aggressive and I, I mean, they're not Russian, but they live among us and yeah, they can yeah. be really aggressive between like, yeah, and homophobic, like openly homophobic. And that's, that's not nice. Yeah, what I heard about, like, coming back to the topic of gay clubs, uh, like, yes, it is quite safe. Uh, people go there, they leave the places, and it's fine. But uh, what happens quite often is that people from those southern countries next to Russia, yeah, the homophobic countries, they go uh, park their car right next to the entrance of um, of those gay clubs. Yeah. And they wait for the people from their uh, nationality, from their countries, to mm-hmm. come out from that club, and then they follow them. So bad. Yeah, so it's actually very dangerous to be openly gay in Russia if you are from one of those countries mm-hmm. that is very homophobic. Yeah. But they don't do anything... Well, of course they do, but uh, like in percentage, they don't do anything to local that's why people. Also- I think that's why also you don't see a lot of them in the gay clubs here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's very dangerous for them, yeah. Yeah. There was one time when I was in Central Station in St. Petersburg. It was my first time. You should uh, explain that it is a gay club. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Central Station sounds like a club. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, club uh, in St. Petersburg. The craziest one, the best one, I think. So there was it was the first time there and I saw two men, I think they were maybe Azerbaijan, Armenia, or maybe both kissing and hugging and they were so happy and I still remember their faces. It's impossible to explain and to describe because they cannot do that anywhere else. Yeah. And it's that was yeah. the taste of freedom they had like for a moment. Mm-hmm. And and the question I wanted to ask, yeah, how there is this stereotype about big amount of transvestites? Yeah, in Brazil. So what do you say about that? Is that true? I wouldn't say like that huge amount, but they have a lot. They have a lot in Brazil. But here also, I found a lot of them in the clubs. Mm-hmm. In Central but Station. Yeah. <laughs> this, this stereotype yeah. exists in France. Yeah, but I think it's more well, a stereotype thing. Now they're more open to this because of the new artists which are coming like on top in Brazil, like Linda Quebrada or Pablo Vittar, which is a drag queen. Mm-hmm. And people, are, they're not scared anymore to like stay in the shadows or... Before, it was more like a sexual work kind of thing. And they're not meant to be in those places anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's nice. Like, you can go to a store, you can, you can like, find those transsexual people there, you know? The stereotype actually or- might come from those documentary movies about them in Brazil. I, I've, se- I've definitely seen some. Maybe that's where it comes yes. from. But uh, one person told me, who's living in France, that there are lots of Brazilian uh, on Tinder. I think the the stereotype comes because it makes some people uncomfortable. So they say it's a lot, but 
it's probably like it's probably not. it's obviously less than like a straight cis people that goes there you know mm-hmm. but because they are different because they are like causing a discomfort people talk about it all the mm. time yeah it stands and out why, yeah maybe that's why oh and going back to the question you said about where is it going the LGBTQ, LGBTQ life here in Russia. I just mm-hmm. remembered that there is an H&M store here nearby my house. And the staff that works at the woman's section, she's a, can clearly see that she's a transgender. So mm-hmm. they're giving space for them to, to work here and, and let's say like in a safe place, which would mm-hmm. be like the woman's section in the store. But it's really nice that it's going to that, that way also. Yeah, I really like uh, the development of all of this, both in St. Petersburg and Moscow. Yeah, it's not going to be a uh, fast process, but you can see it starts happening You can see at the horizon. (laughs) Yes. I think those people who were fighting a lot, being aggressive, they eventually getting tired of that. Yes. I can see that. That they I are not so. so into fighting anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so too. Yeah, I, I wanted to say about my, uh, my personal situation. My my brother. I was talking to him about gay people and what he thinks about them. So he he was absolutely fine. Like there was no there was no this kind of homophobic propaganda mm-hmm. in front of him. It's so nice. Like. He was asking me questions, like how gay people look like, um, what they do in life, and it was so nice. <laughs> in the university, he was really nice also that we had a class about hepatitis, mm-hmm. and it was written like was an old lecture, but made with a young teacher. And there was like, in the lecture written that it's transmitted by gay sexual relationships. Mm-hmm. And then she stopped it and she was like, okay, this is not actual truth, you know, it's it's transmitted by sexual um sexual contact. Yeah. Not only like like gay sexual mm-hmm. relationships. It's funny that those things still make it into modern classes. Sure. I think we have uh, asked uh, most of the things that we wanted to ask. Okay. No. Cheers. 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 <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> <For awesome politics>. Cheers. <laughs> Bless LGBTQ. <laughs> Amen. So this was a very interesting conversation. And now what we would really like is to hear your stories and your opinions. You can share them with us on our Instagram page, gringas.joint, with ed at the end. And if you would like to see more of our today's guest, see the link in the description to his YouTube channel, where you can see more about his experiences of living in Russia and other travels. The videos are so beautiful and Gabriel is so handsome, so do check it out. See you later in next season.